everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life, to leave the comfort zone and go all in again, to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kelly O Show. This is part two of a two-part interview with Janelle Summers in our business series. If you haven't yet listened to part one, I promise you this is about an hour plus interview. You definitely want to go back and listen to part one so all the rest of this will make sense. So a couple of things, um, and I love that you said be open-minded because I truly think I, I actually recorded a solo podcast on this and I, I'm going to link it up because I think everybody should listen to it. Don't let your um, hangups be your holdups. And what I, I did the show on that really just saying like, if you have a hangup about something or you're skeptical about something, don't let that hold you back. Investigate. You know, again, I'm not telling you what decision to make. I'm not going to say you should join this company or do this. Just if you, if you're not happy where you are and you want to do more in your life and you aspire to have a stronger financial foundation, um, or maybe there's, you know, you're coming at it from a financial need. Maybe you've lost a job and you know, you're like, what am I doing? I'm interviewing. I'm not getting jobs. I've got to make money. Maybe you're looking at it that way. Just do your research and make an informed decision and be open-minded because there really are some tremendous opportunities out there. Now, Janelle, back to when you started. So how long have you been at this business with Beachbody? Uh, Over 11 years. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's, does it seem like it's been that long to you? I mean, I've, I've probably been a fan of yours for all of that time. Makes sense. Yeah, I remember. I think I remember back on Twitter, actually, Kelly. But yeah, um, it doesn't seem like it's been that long at all. I, I, it's just amazing to me because it is so much fun. It's a lot of work, but it is so much fun. Well, and I, I'm glad you brought that up because we that is one of the things that I want to address that I, I think the what you said a second ago that some people will be approached or start looking into, in this case, a network marketing opportunity and they'll see other people doing it a certain way, right? They'll see how they talk about it on their Instagram, or they'll see that they're constantly hosting Facebook lives or parties at their house. And you're like, you know, somebody might go, oh, just like you did. Yeah. That's not my jam. But it yeah. doesn't mean that, that you have to do it that way. So definitely be open-minded. But one thing that is key 
because I think one of the things that turns people off about, in particular, network marketing opportunities, there's, there's always going to be that person who looks into any of them and they'll see, wow, I could make this much money. I, and I remember the first, I think the first network marketing company I was ever exposed to was Arbonne. This was 15, however many years ago. Okay. And I did love the skincare at the time. Um, and I did look into doing the business. And I had some people who were telling me, you know, hey, to get started, you have to buy this package. You have to buy all this product. By the way, everybody, this is not the way that it's done. This is not, I was connected with people who were not doing this business the right way. We'll address that later. But they were like, oh, you know, you have to start with a $1,700 package or a $2,500 package. But I remember that what those ladies said to me at the time was, if you do this and you buy all of this inventory of skincare, you know, you could be making $367,000 a month. And to me, I had stars in my eyes and I thought, of course. And I think a lot of people, so let me be clear for everybody listening, regardless of what company you have the ability there, the beautiful thing about a network marketing business and really just, I would say being an entrepreneur in general, there's no glass ceiling, which is a wonderful thing. There's no, I mean, men are paid as equally for their work as women are. Love that. You have the ability to earn a lot of money. But it's just like Janelle said, it's work. So if you think that this is a free ride, if you think it's a lottery ticket, if you think it's a way that you can join something and put $50 in and a month later after you've put up a post on Facebook, you'll be making $50,000 a month, you're sadly mistaken. And I think, in my opinion, Janelle, that's what kind of gives people a bad vibe about these opportunities is they run into somebody who either tried it and was disappointed they weren't making $100,000 a month overnight. And so they, they bitch and moan about it. Or that's all they've been exposed to are people that say, hey, join this and you can make $75,000 your first month, which is not, not normal. You really have to work. It's possible. But would you say that that's also something that can maybe give the industry as a whole a bad name or people that only tout the, hey, like this is a lottery ticket. This is your fast shortcut to wealth overnight without working for it. Yeah, I think that's a huge turnoff. And honestly, I, you know, like I said, I've been doing this 11 years. And when I was newer in the business and I was newer on social media, uh, I did talk about, you know, some of the financial benefits a little bit more at that time. And at a certain point, once I started making a certain amount of money, I stopped talking about the financial benefits of it because honestly, it started becoming more of a turnoff because people who were new followers to me thought that I was basically saying, you know, th this is what I'm making now and I just arrived here and they hadn't seen my struggle. They hadn't seen the years of me struggling and building this and, you know, being awkward and all of that. And so newer followers are just kind of like, oh, that sounds too good to be true. Like basically, yeah. you know, you're making all this money and, and you know, did that build over, you know, overnight or whatever. And that's obviously not possible. So I think it was a turnoff. And so I've been really careful um, to, you know, share my story more and, and the story of my coaches, the stories of my coaches, the success stories of my coaches, so that people do realize that, you know, yeah, this is great. This is amazing. But it does take work. It's the type of business where it's like you're priming a pump and you're priming that pump and there's 
nothing coming out, nothing coming out, and then suddenly you start to see a little trickle. You keep going, and, it, and at some point you're going to start seeing that gush, which is the momentum. But um, you have to be willing to put your head down and work through those times where it feels like your work isn't going to pay off. And a lot of people don't have that patience. Luckily, when I joined, I was told, like, look, don't even look at your paycheck for like six months or a year. Like, don't even look at it. Just put your head down and get to work. And I, I, you know, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not really motivated by money anyway. I'm motivated by balance. And so that was fine with me. And I love what I do. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to put my head down and get to work and just believe in myself and believe in the business and believe in the people I'm working with and the belie- believe in the people I'm helping and let that be my, my motivator. I'm going to embrace the activities of it and the challenge of it. I'm going to embrace that. And hopefully, you know, the good is going to come from all of that. And it certainly did. That's so true. And it's funny, I was interviewing somebody for this series and I I have to pat myself on the back because I think this is actually, and you're free to use this, Janelle. Um, this is a really cool way, a fitness way, I think, of describing this type of business. And it's like when we're talking to people about, you know, getting fit and losing weight, we talk about cardio versus strength training, right? Mm-hmm. And that if you go in the gym and you get on that treadmill and you do running at whatever speed, my speed is like most people's warm up, but Say you get on the treadmill for 30 minutes, right? And you burn 250 calories. Let's just round it off and say 300 calories. That's great. You know, you burn 300 calories. But once you get off that treadmill, like the cardio stops. That's, and and we all talk about the difference of, you know, your weight training and strength training should be such an integral part of your fitness game. Because when you go and you do an hour long strength training session, you're building muscle and yes, you'll probably sweat and you'll burn some calories. But the beautiful thing about strength training is it's building cumulative effects for you. So you, you keep going and sometimes it can be frustrating for women because if they're not, if they're a former cardio bunny, like I, I've always been, you uh-huh. want that sweat, you want to burn the calories, you want to see on your heart rate monitor, I've burned all these calories and you want to see the immediate weight loss. But the, typically, the, the better long-term fitness focus is to build strength, which could mean that your, your weight on the scale could go up for a bit. And you might not see the, the, the leaning out right away, but you know you're building muscle. It's happening. You're starting to see the, the, the cuts in your arms. This is what happened with me. The cellulite went away because the, I had more muscle in my legs. It was a beautiful thing, but it's mm-hmm. like I had to get attached to that show up to the gym, lift the weights and trust the process because down the road, all of these things I'm doing in the gym are going to pay off, even though I might not see it when I would be doing two hours of cardio a day. It's like the cardio only works for you in that minute. And, and the strength training is putting money in the bank in the future. Do you think that there's, that's a good way of also describing like, this is what this business is. You work now and it's, and the money is going to build later, but you're planting seeds for later. Does that make sense? Do you think that's a good way to explain it? Yeah, I told, I think that's a phenomenal way to explain it. That's exactly it. Yeah. You have to trust the process. You have to know in a business like this, that um, your results are going to be delayed. You know, there's the, um, 
in the business, we always say there's a 30 to 90 day delay. The work that you're putting in now, today, the posts that you're doing, the blog that you're writing or whatever it may be, you're planting those seeds and you may not see them grow for another, you know, two to three months. Mm -hmm. And that's why a lot of people, and this is what's cool, um, in particular, I would say really, gosh, about most, aside from quitting your corporate job to start a brick and mortar company or a franchise, um, a gym, like Janelle mentioned, I mean, a lot of the things that we're talking about are things that you can start as a side hustle and see where it takes you. And that's the beautiful thing is you don't have to like up and quit your job to, to start this. And you don't have to, in the case of, well, starting a blog, doing a lot of these things, you're not going to have to, you know, put five figures down to get started. I mean, I would say the average, I'm thinking that the average network marketing company is usually less than a $150 investment. Would you say that's accurate, you think? You know, I don't pay much attention to what the other network marketing I don't either. companies are, are charging for a startup. Ours is very inexpensive. Um, there's a lot of misconceptions. People think that they have to like stock up on, on stuff, maybe because that's what other companies require. Um, but really, you know, we have a base startup that's, that's very inexpensive. Yeah, it, it shouldn't. I would say this based on when I, when I first started Arbonne and then I, again, I joined, here's the deal. In any company, whether it's corporate or entrepreneurial life, whatever, you're going to run into people who want to fast track it. It's just like losing weight, right? Yeah. If there's people that say, I'm, I'm going to go do the HCG diet because I don't want to do, put in the work. And so they'll try to fast track their, their weight loss. Same thing with money. If people see that they can tweak a system and go, oh, well, instead of, you know, doing this for the long term, I'm going to just buy a bunch of product and, and tell my people to sell it. That's, that's fast tracking. And that's not, not encouraged. In fact, I don't think you will see that as much. This is 10, 15 years ago, I think, when there were people who were short tracking a lot of the, the programs. But most companies, I would say, are not going to have, they're not going to require you to do um, a lot of, spend a lot of money up front to get started. And that's the beautiful thing. The low, low um, barrier to entry, low risk. Um, very high upward potential. So when you started, Janelle, did you keep your corporate job? Did you do this on the side? Yep, I did it on the side. So I was working full time for the first two years of building my business. So I, you know, just woke up really early and um, worked on my business. A lot of times before I taught my 6am fitness class and then would work after that um, with my full-time job um, or I would, so usually I would work in the morning, early, early in the morning and late at night. Sometimes late at night was between midnight and 2 a.m., honestly, wow. and also on the weekends. And I would definitely cancel plans for things and not schedule things to have more time to work my business on the weekends or uh, evening, you know, weeknights, whatever it may be. So yeah, it was not easy. Um, but I mean, for your listeners out there that do work full time, if you really take a look at your schedule and where you can have focused time, and yes, it may be difficult at first to find that time and to figure out what you need to take off your plate and really make some sacrifices, but it's so worth it. It's so worth it. And I probably could have quit my job before two years was up because I had already replaced my income, but I just wanted to be sure. And so I did, I did wait the full about two years before I quit my full-time job. 
And you, you make a really good point too. Um, I, I love that you're sharing with people because again, I want to keep it real. I want to keep it real with everything that we're all the, all the interviews I'm doing, like, Hey, I'm not promoting that there's some free life to, I, I remember being exposed to that actually back when I was first connecting with your sister online, there were these people out in LA and they're like, it's really cool. And I remember the term network, it wasn't network marketing, it was internet marketing. Oh, okay. such a bat. Yeah. It was like, you know, you can just set up a website and make money while you sleep. And it was just, to me, it was just weird because it was people that were setting up websites for like tire companies and they weren't passionate about tires. They were just like, this is really cool. I'm going to automate this. And I'm, you know, making a million dollars. And I had a really bad feeling about it, but I love that what you're sharing here and what I want to be clear with everybody is whether it's network marketing or a blog or starting your own online business, it is work and it is ours. There's no short track to, you know, working for yourself and working for yourself and owning your own company. It's work. Um, the difference is I will give you just one example. I've used this. I've shared in this interview how I'm dealing with this migraine situation. If I was in corporate America, the way that I used to be, I would have been fired from my job by now for the mm -hmm. amount of time I've had to miss having migraines the past six months. But the beautiful thing about owning your own companies, um, running your own businesses or running one business with a couple of others on the side is when you have those downtimes, you have what Janelle mentioned, you have that time flexibility, that freedom and, mm -hmm. and the ability to say, I'm going to make myself a priority right now. I have to go see a doctor. I can't work, you know, for these three weeks and it doesn't kill you like mm -hmm. it would uh, in corporate America. But again, it is work. When you first started um, and you were still working your first, your, your full-time job, Janelle, mm -hmm. how many, cause this is one of the things that I hear people say, I can't do it. And you said that you, that you, sh that was your response to Shalene in the beginning. I'm too busy. I'm introverted. I don't want to host parties, you know? And one of the things was I'm, I'm time stretched. And a lot of people, that's their immediate response. Like, I don't have, I don't know when I'd fit this in. Right. So would you say to, and, and to people who come to you that want to join your Beachbody team, if they say, when in the world am I going to fit time in? Do you think people are mistaken in thinking they have to have like an extra 50 hours a week to put in towards this business? I can't imagine you were putting that many hours in. Um, what would you say to somebody who's most concerned about, I don't have time to start doing this? Yeah, definitely. People usually assume that this would really only work for them. In other words, they would really only become successful if they did this full-time, if they were somehow able to just quit their full-time job and then dive into this. And that is not true at all. Um, in fact, the vast majority, probably more than 95% of the coaches joining me work full-time or are a stay-at-home mom with, you know, three or four kids, you know, and extremely busy. Um, but one thing I will say is that, you know, like I said, we, we all have pockets of time in our day that we don't realize we're not using as effectively as we could. Uh, we're scrolling social media. We're volunteering to do this, that, and the other thing. There's just little areas where we're not using our time wisely. And I didn't realize that until I signed up and committed to the business. Then I had my back up against the wall and thought, okay, I, now I need to do this. Like I really need to do this. And so I got organized, even though I'm not an organized person. Um, I started looking at my schedule really hard and just saying, what can I take off of my schedule? What do I not need to be doing? And some of those things, like I said, um, like I, you know, I had to take away that secondary job. So I had to take away income from our household for this 
this network marketing company where I knew I wasn't going to be bringing income in right away. So that was a difficult decision, but one of those sacrifices that I had to make. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the other thing is, and I want to make sure, you know, that this is clear, I hired help. And Matt and I were very resistant to that at first. You know, our conversations were like, well, how how are we supposed to invest in this business when we're not even making money with it yet or nothing really to speak of? Um, And, you know, it was really my sister, Shalene, that was like, well, it's a business. Of course you have to invest in it, you know? And so, um, you know, I hired help to um, have the house cleaned. That's kind of where it started. And then I hired... Um, a college girl to help me 10 hours a week. Um, And then I hired, um, after she didn't work out, after a period of time, I hired someone to do 20 hours a week. Um, And I hired someone to do an ebook for me. I just said, hey, pull the last 50 food pictures from my Instagram and create an ebook from it. Um, I hired that person on Upwork.com. I hired someone to help me create um, a website where I could, you know, host my trainings for my team. It wasn't a blog at the time, but I just said, I just need a place to put all my trainings other than YouTube, Um, which no one needs to do that now, but then it was a a good thing to do. My point is I hired help. I got help. And I think that's really important to um, not have this mentality. I can do it all. I can be it all. I just need to um, work more, work harder and work myself into the ground because that's not the answer. Amen. I'm so glad you said that because people that have been following me for a while know that that's the one thing that I, I have learned the hard way. It was when I was running my company influential. I was a workaholic to the extreme. Um, and then certainly since I shut that down and, and last year I started, um, another company that, you know, it took me a while. I, it took me a while. I started another company that was offering services to other companies. And it was in the middle of last year that I realized like, I, I, I had been feeling this pull towards solopreneur life mm-hmm. and, and it was just an odd stream of events that led me to go, you know what? I started this company. It's profitable. It's growing. I don't want to do it. And I gave myself permission to figure out what I really wanted to do. And that's when I decided I want a solopreneur life. And I figured out three primary streams of income. One of them is a network marketing company, which is what we're talking about today. And it's the best decision I ever make, but it is like you said, treat it. If for any of you listening, if you're going to start this as a side hustle, if you're going to start it and maybe, you know, you're a stay-at-home mom and, and you're not working in corporate America, whatever it is that you're doing, treat it like it is a business. When you treat it like it's a business and you get organized up front and make the right priorities and you make those types of decisions to hire help, it will make you work that much harder. If you treat it like a hobby and you don't doubt, you, or excuse me, you don't believe in yourself and you doubt your ability to ever take it anywhere you're not going to see the same results. So it is intimidating. Everybody comes to that same place that Janelle just talked about where you're like, can I spend this kind of money? But I, I do remember it was probably from your sister that I, I started to see some of the stuff that she put out there. Like you've got to hire help. And it's always that cart before the horse thing. Mm -hmm. But when you hire help, and I think she was one of the people I heard say it, your business will grow, that nobody who starts to hire help, even if it's just hiring a college person and a cleaning person, when you free up your time and you realize you've, you've put skin in the game, you will work so much harder to make it happen 
Trust me, it's, it's, oh it's kind of like getting a trainer uh, or investing in a fitness program. You will then do it that much more than if you just say, I'm just going to wing this at home. Um, there's another fitness allegory. We can use that, right? Exactly. We've hit on so many good points and you've given such great advice. You talked about keeping your full-time job and then you were working this in the nooks and crannies. And I do agree. So many people, we underestimate the amount of time we waste. And all I can tell you is I will link up to some articles online just start looking up time chunking if you haven't heard that concept. Um, once I started realizing how lack, lacking I was in focus, how lacking I was in prioritizing my schedule, I was very reactive in my days. This goes way back to when I was running my company. Um, mm-hmm. Being able to just say, okay, I need to get the most important things done in my business and I need to focus on income producing activity first. When I prioritized that and chunked my calendar, and again, for everybody listening, if this is the first time you're hearing this, I'll link up to a bunch of videos you can watch. It's really game-changing as far as productivity. If you can chunk your time and prioritize, you can really start to build a business on the side and something that could potentially replace your income. You've heard, and I'll link up to some of these other interviews that are already live, folks that have built a blog on the side and they've replaced their full-time income and doubled it, folks that are in network marketing businesses. And what I love about this series is we've got folks that are, you know, making a couple thousand dollars a month. I don't ever ask anybody specifically what they're earning, but we've got some folks that are making well into the millions. Um, It can be anywhere in between and it's up to you to decide what's going to make a huge difference in your life. But the bottom line is, these are tremendous opportunities. It can be you doing something that you really love versus a job you hate with a commute and politics. And on that note, I'm going to ask you, Janelle, because I know what your answer is. When you look back to your life when you were doing HR, would you ever go back? Never. (laughs) So you've never regretted your decision to pursue this on the side, even though would you say, so when people are first coming to you to maybe join your Beachbody team and they're looking into this business opportunity, um, do you think that what I'm trying to articulate the the question in the right way, (laughs) do you think that they have the, the biggest thing that they need to get in their head about success is understanding the benefits on the money side or understanding the benefits of how this can change your life from owning your time. I mean, what, what to you was, I know you said you were less motivated by money than you kind of, you wanted to be able to do what you love, earn the income and have own your days, right? Be able to take vacations when you want. What is it that you, or is everybody different when they come to you? Do you wait and see what's most important to them? What, what do you think are the biggest keys to success in this type of a business, in a network marketing business, whatever, whatever it is? Well, I, I really think that it does depend on the person. And, um, but I think for a lot of women, it's like, you know, especially if you're working full time, yeah, you, you want balance and you may not be motivated by money and you're not that type of person that needs to have all the things, but you do need to pay your bills mm-hmm. and you do need to you know, plan for your kid's future and, and you do need to you know, plan for your retirement. And so all of that costs a lot of money. And, and, so you don't want to spend a whole bunch of time doing something where um, now you're taking away from your family or your work life or whatever. And sure, it's um, fulfilling, but you're thinking, well, I could maybe get that fulfillment in another way. 
Um, so I do think they need to understand the financial benefit there because mm-hmm. I think once they realize that um, this is like an amazing opportunity where you're, you're getting your own fitness, health and nutrition accountability built into it. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's your job now to pay attention to your own fitness, health and nutrition. And at the same time, you're helping all these other women do the same thing. And you're helping these other women and men start their own business where they're, you know, able to focus on these things and have their own schedule and possibly be able to, you know, quit their full-time job um, in time. So it's, it is, I think a little bit of combination of both that they, they need to see the, um, the benefits of, you know, confidence and empowerment and balance in their life and all of that, but also that, yeah, this is going to, this is going to also pay back financially. Mm-hmm. Would you say too, and I'm pretty sure I know your answer here because everybody says the same thing and, and I, I know it, but I'm going to ask it anyway. One of the things that I love about this industry So when I say the industry, the network marketing industry, and this could be true too, as you could, you could apply this to most entrepreneurialism, entrepreneurialistic ventures as well. But in network marketing, the people who are in this, that are business, that are lifers, they are so positive, so encouraging, so inclusive, so into personal development, um, improving themselves, um, trying to get other people to improve their lives. Like you will meet so many more friends all over the, all over the country, potentially all over the world. Like to me that also, even before I started earning income with, uh, the company that I've joined recently, Isagenics, just connecting with people that I had not had in my life that were just, the type of people I wanted to hang around with, the type of people I wanted to learn from. And I think it's universal. You know, everyone I've interviewed on the show, no matter what company they're a part of, they're so positive and energetic. Do you think that that too as well is one of those unstated benefits of this business? Yeah, community is huge in in network marketing. And you're right. Typically, uh, those that'll have success are the ones that are relatable. They're truly passionate. They're genuine. They they truly do love helping other people. And so, um, you know, when you link arms with with people like that, it just elevates your life. So true. Last question, and then we're going to close up so that your computer doesn't die. Um, <laughs> You, I love that you shared when you first started this, you're like, I don't want to do parties. I'm an introvert. I don't have a lot of time. Um, And I know that so many people, even when you're outgoing, and, and I come from a corporate sales background for everybody listening, there will come that point if you decide to go into, in my opinion, this is my opinion, you go into any network marketing business, you get the excitement. You're like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to share with you my failure story because I, I did Beachbody for about a hot five minutes. I don't even know when it was, like maybe four or five years ago. Okay. And I was so foolish because I'll, be, I'll, I'll just be really transparent here. I remember thinking, I own Fitfluential. I have this network of 10,000 influencers. I have this huge community. I, I'm going to join Beachbody and I'm going to put something up on Facebook and everybody will just buy it and I'll be making $5,000, $10,000 a month on the side. Literally, Janelle, that's what I thought. Okay. I, and I put up three posts and I, 
I bitched and moaned for the next year. Cause I'm like, I've only made 500 bucks. That's ridiculous. Like you can't make money from Beachbody. I was one of those people that I will call your attention to. You can't do something and dip your toe in the water for four minutes and expect the entire world to come running to your door. Right. So I'm sharing my failure story because I want people to know just to reiterate what we said here, any network marketing company, you get out of it, what you put into it, you have to work and you also have to be committed to the long term, just like weight loss. My question to you, Janelle is when you first started and you sat down and the excitement was over. So you knew you joined and you knew, okay, I'm doing this business. There always comes that moment when an individual person is by themselves and they're like, okay, it's time for me to pick up the phone or it's time for me to put that post up on Facebook. What were you most intimidated by? Was it talking about the products or was it talking about the business to other people? Well, if I could actually just say it wasn't necessarily one or the other, it was really just being on social media, period. Because I remember that about you. Yeah. When I first started the business, I wasn't on social media. And so I initially started building my business just um, you know, talking to people, which I'm not an extrovert. I'm not a social person. So that was difficult. I did have to get out of my comfort zone just in order to do that. Um, and it was really my sister that was like, well, you know, why aren't you on Facebook? And why aren't you on Twitter? And, and it was a visit to California with her where she was kind of like, okay, you want to have this big business and help all these people and, and really make an impact. And you're just going to stay in your little bubble. Like, how does that make sense? <laughs> and, you know, it really, it really did make me realize I have to get out of my shell. I have to get over myself and, and stop all this fear of judgment. You know, I'm naturally a private person, naturally a, you know, more shy person, reserved person. And I thought if I really want to do this and, and really treat it as a business and make it a big business and really help all the people I want to help, I need to get over myself. I need to put myself out there. And so I, I did so kind of gradually. Um, but I did it and it got easier the more I did it. But that was my biggest fear factor. And I think it is for a lot of the women that are coming to me and, and wanting to start this. And the good thing is, I would say in closing is that back to what we said before, um, when you join again, in this particular case, we're talking about network marketing, um, businesses, you have that community. And I, I would say parallel in a parallel way, this is one of the things I say to people about weight loss. The, the whole reason I started Fitfluential is I just wanted people to be able to connect with others online that were losing weight because I knew that, in my opinion, accountability and community, it, it can help you stay that stay the course. Same thing with a business. And that's the beautiful thing is if if you if you have if you feel a pull towards this and you feel a pull towards whether it's Beachbody or one of the other folks that we've you know, interviewed and you're like, I, I like this, but I'm so shy. I'm so this, you can, you can get over that. The great thing is you're going to have what they call in this business an upline, which is just a, a different way of saying like, like a boss, if you will. But it's more, I, I'd almost not say a boss. I'd say more of a coach or a partner, somebody who's going to bring you into their team, show you where the resources are in the company mm -hmm. and, and help you get started. And I love Janelle too, that you've, you've shared, you've been at this business 11 years. Mm -hmm. Obviously it's working out for you. You've never gone back to corporate America. You've never gotten, you know, a third job doing this or that. This yeah. has been something that, and I've watched you. I told you before we interviewed that I've watched you 
when you first started getting on social media, like, I think if somebody follows you now, they're going to go, she's a pro. She's always been this way, but she, I've watched her blossom online. I've watched her business grow. Um, and that's an amazing thing. That's what I, that's why I'm doing this series because that's what I want for women, not only to, to be able to have life and, and their earnings on their own terms, but just to come out of their shell and be doing what they love. Cause it's been, it's been a joy to watch you. And, and I can just tell you love what you do. Is that accurate? I love what I do. Yes. I love it. Awesome. it. It truly fuels me in every way. And I love the challenges of it. And I, yeah, I can never, I, I would never go back to corporate. I just, I couldn't, my husband either. He was able to retire his full-time job as well. And sometimes we drive by, we used, I don't know if you know, but we used to work at one point in time for Domino's Pizza headquarters, the world. No way. Yeah, in Michigan, and um, we drive by there every now and then, and uh, we just think, "Wow, could not do that again." Not the great company, awesome mm-hmm. company, but no, we we just we could not go back to corporate world again. I hear you, and I will say one last thing on that note, and then I want you to tell people where to find you. Um, I do remember this, and again, it's not a comment on the company; it's just culture of corporate America. When we did one of our first events, I, I just won't even say the name. It was um, an apparel company, a big fitness sports apparel company. We did a, a fitfluential event at their world headquarters, and we did three or four of them. And every time we were there, I would just observe our corporate contacts and how many meetings. Like they would finish something with us and go, "Okay, I've got to get to here. I've got to go here. I've got to go here. I've got to go here." And I would just see all the things that that used to be my life, like going to meetings and never being able to leave. And and I'd say, well, let's go out to lunch afterwards. And they're like, oh, I've got 20 minutes. I'm only allowed to have lunch for 20 minutes. I'm like, if somebody tells me I can only eat lunch for 20 minutes, that's a problem for me, but (laughs) that's a whole other issue. So um, we've covered so much stuff here, Janelle, and thank you so much for being able to share an hour of your time with us today. This is awesome. And I have no doubt um, a lot of people listening to this now and in the future are going to want to reach out to you and learn more about working with you on your Beachbody team. So um, in closing, why don't you let us know? And of course, for everybody listening, you know, I'll put this in the show notes at thekellyoshow.com. Janelle, tell people how they can find you on Instagram, where the best places are to connect with you online. And if they're interested in learning about becoming part of your team, how can they connect with you to that respect? I would say the best and easiest place is Instagram. So just a DM on Instagram. And of course it's Janelle and it's spelled a little differently than most. It's J E N E L L E summers. Um, but that's probably the fastest and easiest way to connect with me. Awesome. And we will link up with that. Um, Janelle, thank you again. This was an awesome, awesome interview. I feel like I could make 20 bumper stickers just from this interview. Um, So it's awesome. I'm losing my voice as we speak. Um, For everybody listening, I really hope you're enjoying this business series. You know I'm doing it because I want so many of you women to see that there is life outside of, not all corporate America is bad, but for so many of us like Janelle and myself who have been there, um, there's a bigger life, one where you don't have to be stuck in a commute, one where you don't have to you know, deal with those glass ceilings and only being able to make so much money per year and one where you can spend more time with your significant other and your kids and your family and travel more and frankly, earn more money. Um, I want women to get comfortable with that idea of earning more money, whatever that looks like for you, but earning more money so you can do more for the people you care about in your life. So hopefully you're enjoying this series. Let me know whatever questions you have. You can fill out the contact me form on kellyalexa.com. And um, again, let us know if you would like to have anybody that you know in particular 
that we can interview in this series, fill out that form. We'd love to interview them on the business series going forward. As well, you can use that same contact me form or just email kelly at kellyalexa.com if you're interested in sponsoring future episodes of the show. For now, you guys have a great rest of the week. Thanks again, Janelle. Thanks everybody for tuning Thank in. You. See you next time on The Kellyo Show. Hey everybody, this marks the end of this two-part interview with Janelle Summers. I hope you enjoyed it. For those of you who have gotten here and are like, wow, I not only loved this interview, I think that you know the beach body opportunity is right up my alley as well as Janelle. Connect with her directly, send her an Instagram DM as she stated. We will link everything up in the show notes at thekellyoshow.com. Um, Janelle is extraordinary, and I do know that she is very responsive via Instagram DM, so make sure you reach out to her directly. If you have questions in general uh, for myself directly uh, or just in general on stuff you want me to cover in this business series, questions you have about starting your own business, starting your own blog, joining a network marketing business, um, the Direct Sales Association, anything that we've mentioned in this show or in other episodes on the business series, um, things that we haven't started to cover yet that you want to see us cover, don't hesitate to reach out. You can fill the contact me form out on kellyalexa.com or you can also email my assistant Angie at kellyalexa.com. She'll make sure I get that right away. You can use the same methods of outreach if you're interested in sponsoring future episodes of The Kelly O Show, or if you would like to nominate somebody that I interviewed this year or next on The Kelly O Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying this. If you are enjoying this episode and others, I would love it if you would share with your friends. I hope you're subscribed. And of course, you know, I'm going to ask if you haven't taken a moment to please hop on over to Apple and give us a five-star review. The more that we have five-star reviews on the show, the more our show can be seen and heard by folks who could really benefit from this free information. Thank you everybody for tuning in. We'll see you next time on The Kelly O Show.